0: Come to the B Sides and Beers Podcast. Yeah. All right, guys, what are we drinking this evening? Dane, I've got my Grosch in Kleiner You're a big fan of the Grosch. Nice. I'm going American tonight. America. Fuck yeah.
1: Woo! Uh,
0: Miller. Miller, Jenner, Miller. Jenner. Jenner MGD. There we go. And we've got some Bad Tattoo Brewing Company. It is a New England IPA. It's pretty awesome. It's the first time I've had it. It is brewed in what the hell is this brewed Penticton? Is that what it That's is? That's interesting. Yeah, East Penticton. Coast
2: IPA brewed in the West Coast, where IPAs tend to be a little bit more piney yep. as far as the hops.
0: Yes. Hoppy. Yeah. No, it's 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 good. This is Chilliwack Molson. Chilliwack,
1: Chilliwack Molson Brewery, right here. <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: All right. Yeah,
1: I, I don't.
2: <laughs> I don't know if Corey Hart's gonna be like reaching into. It. He feels like a buzz on his phone. I'm like, oh fuck,
1: someone's talking. It was
0: something. episode one, man. He fucking knew. <laughs>
1: Well, come on. I mean, how many podcasts are Corey Hart centered these days? I mean, he can't have that many that he talks, somebody talks about him. I don't know. I thought, I think that'd be cool. He's
0: probably still huge.
1: (laughs) Yeah. In Moldova. Moldova. (laughs) 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 Uh,
2: Big in Germany, always. (laughs) Big in Germany. Yep. Big in Japan. Oh, man. I just heard this for the first time The Hassel Castle. <laughs> who, who lives in who lives in the Hassel castle? <laughs> you it's got all about it. the David hum, Hasselhoff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that guy is picking Germany.
1: Absolutely. <laughs> yep. Oh, huge. Massive.
0: Yeah, we're doing uh, yes, let's do We're talking uh, about purple rain, rain now, yes. Uh, uh, soundtrack uh, yeah. to the movie and uh yeah, Prince and the Revolution. Yep, very, very first very first album where he added Absolutely. and the revolution. So
1: yeah, man, this is my pick. I again I tried to think of albums like soundtracks that were solid from beginning to end. And yep. I find that there's lots of soundtracks out there where there's a couple skips in there for yeah, me. there was nothing on there. But purple yep. Rain is a non skipper for me. Uh and again Mm -hmm. nothing nothing that you want to skip unless you get bored Mm -hmm. of purple rain which i can see but other than that it is a solid front to back no question about it um and again honorable mention to the crow uh, honorable mention also for myself to uh the dumb and dumber soundtrack (laughs) yes if you guys had ever listened to the dumb and dumber soundtrack that's up there for me yeah but again there's a couple skips on there for me too but at any rate. Um right. Yeah, this this is kind of like my first like intro to Prince almost but not really at the same time. Um I think the first time mm-hmm. I heard Prince was on the Batman soundtrack. 80s, 80s, and yes. And
0: and that came after so. Yeah, that was like 88, right? So a- 89, yeah, 89, 89, eighty nine, yeah, Okay, yeah.
1: So I remember going to that movie. Like my parents took me to that movie for my birthday, <laughs> and
0: I was like
1: nine years old, right? Yeah. So that was awesome going to see Batman. I've seen the future, and, I and it will be. Prints, <laughs> yeah, I've seen the future, right? and it was And I remember yep. seeing Prince. And I'm like, who is this guy? <laughs> like, and I remember hearing that, and I remember my parents being like, "This is
0: garbage. <laughs> He's a fake Michael Jackson. Jackson. <laughs> you are
1: not." listening to Prince this he is garbage so I was like all right well
0: yeah yeah (laughs) like he was just like as Lemmy would say about Prince I've already seen Jimi Hendrix oh (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) yeah yeah so I don't
1: know it was kind of banned like I did not I was not allowed to buy that Batman album I remember Seeing because he was super flamboyant, I I think it was like probably like you know, highly sexualized music, obviously, like that probably had something to do with it, right? So, yeah, Yeah.
2: you were eight years old when that shit came out. You don't, you know, yeah,
1: Yeah. I guess when I think about it, okay, so you said 1989, I'm like, okay, I have an eight year old going going on nine years old in August, so would I want her to listen to?
0: computer especially, blue and darling Nikki, especially darling nicky give it give it a couple more years
1: <laughs> but at the time i'm like what like you know this is you took me to batman you yep. took me to this movie like yeah. what i'm just examining
0: the music that was inside of it so, anyways yeah. I, I and and there was nothing on that album that that stood out as being offensive no no, I don't think there's anything highly sexualized on that album, but I think that they probably Come on, knew. You about you got the Purple bad dance and yeah. trust. Prince <laughs> party, had the party first man. parental advisory oh, sticker
1: put
2: on um, Purple Rain, actually. So he was already sort of condemned as being, yeah, you know, not appropriate for the younger age. So bad, too much yep. for much, too much for much, too
0: much for, for much. much, much. Yeah, <laughs> that's what your parents were saying. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Banned. Banned. And I mean, now, again, looking back at it, when we do the math on that, it makes sense. But at the time, it was (laughs) like devastating. Right. So, (laughs) yeah. So I didn't really go back until later when I finally managed to get a hold of the Batman album somehow. I don't even know how I got it. And then I went backwards and then I went to Purple Rain. And then that's when I was like, this was a movie two like this is a whole movie i didn't even know that too right so just going backwards on all of it and then watching the movie for the first time and then and i've only seen purple rain probably like three times handful of times yeah Yeah. like facts and i haven't seen it probably in like five seven years like it's been a while right but yeah i remember pretty fondly (laughs) but it kind of feels like one of those movies you see it and you probably don't need to see it too many other times after that
0: right right super fan you know
1: yeah yeah right but you know i I, again just digging into some of this research on this and and, you know you guys can chime in here too Mm -hmm. but like first things first this guy comes in with 100 songs ready to go for purple rain 100 tracks and i'm like Thinking in my brain about one writing 100 songs and just coming in and be like, here they all are like, yeah, 100 blows my mind. Dad. Like, I think that kind of shows you some of the musical genius that Prince was to be able to come with that much material, well,
0: the, right? Well, the crazy thing about Prince really, for the most part is the amount of the amount of material that he didn't relief or release, you know, it, 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 it has to dwarf what he did release. Yeah. He's a hell of a He's a hell of a drug. Co- a of a
1: drug. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and then he comes with a hundred songs and like When Doves Cry is not yep. on that list. Yeah. Right? So they's like, uh, can you, we're, we're really scared that like this album and this, this movie is going to flop. Can you go write a track and we are going to put movie clips to mm-hmm. it before yep. the movie even comes out to promote it? And he comes back with wind doves cry and lays it down on this synthesizer. And they're like, yeah, that's cool. We'll put that on there and makes it on the a- album, obviously. And the rest is history, but just, I can't imagine coming in with a hundred songs ready to rock and, you know, leaving
0: 90 of them on the floor. Well, another really cool thing about it though. Well, another really cool thing about it. I mean, it's, uh, there was a part that I found where it said before, uh, before they started filming Purple Rain, uh, Prince did a charity concert at First Avenue, which was the, the, basically the venue that it kind of works around, and it says, uh, uh, it took live performances and recordings of Purple Rain, uh, Die For You, and Baby, I'm a Star, and used those direct yeah, live recordings, brought those into the studios, did a couple overdubs, and that was the thing. So... I had no idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had yeah. no idea. Those Apparently were you can
1: hear floor. the
2: crowd in one of the, or two yeah. of the songs, like if you really listen. Oh, yeah. really?
1: Yeah. Mm. Yeah, It. I didn't know that. I didn't know those three tracks. Yeah. And then the rest of them were cut in the warehouse, like next door. Right. With uh, with the revolution. But, and then I also yeah. learned too, that revolution only appear on five out of nine of these tracks on mm. this album. So... They do say the revolution, but they're not on all these songs. Right. Which is kind of funny. Yeah. Um, well it, it was at I the can't point. I imagine what it must have been like being in the revolution. Oh, Unreal. Uh, yeah. I was just saying I can't I yeah, like to be able to make that band and then the amount of pressure there must have been in that band working with that guy
0: during that time. I, I must don't have think been, I don't think there was a ton of pressure yeah. though, because Prince was so on with choosing his musicians like everyone was perfect and you you look at every song basically every song he's ever done was it was perfect even like the the music was perfect everyone was tight everyone was was brilliant with it even even the loose songs where it had you know his really rough stretched strained vocals everything else around it was still bang on like his band was tight always he the revolution guy they interviewed
1: he said that they would rehearse seven hours a day just yep. on music yep and if the, he said that if prince caught you with like a free hand or like a free limb and you weren't playing like if you were playing keyboard <laughs> with your right hand he'd be like fatten the part up play left hand keyboard play something else so just like Crack the whip and let's go. Right? Like, there's a little bit of a boot camp, they said. So, well,
0: recording all that was... That much brilliance demands perfection. And right? that's, that's a huge thing.
1: Well, and I think that this album, too, like, makes him... Like, solidifies him as, like, that... He kind of takes the next step into, like, the guitar... God realm of being able to really established himself as an unbelievable guitar player which is also huge yeah even after the first track Mm -hmm. yeah after you know let's go crazy and that guitar solo at the end of let's go crazy um and that ending is just i think that's like it sets the tone for the whole thing and that whole opening too with the Oregon, yeah like dearly
0: beloved just like yeah well, he's thought, he's he's such an underrated guitar player too. I mean, he should always be on he should always be on a top ten list of some sort. It's just and nobody thinks of him as a guitar player. I'm surprised that he's he's not more well known for it. I, so. I guess
2: it's hard if you're not. I mean, you think of how bands are sort of marketed towards their audiences, and I think Prince was more of a a producer performer. And he wasn't just guitar. Like there were so many other things about him. And that's kind of what made him like the mystery. Like who is Prince? Is he a guitar player? Is he a singer? Is he like, that was always, yeah, that was always my sort of like, I was really sort of confused with Prince for the most part. Like I knew he made some awesome songs. Um. But I never I never I couldn't really like categorize him or like pigeonhole him in this something. You know you-
0: Right. Well the, the, the first couple or the first X amount of years and the first well I guess he put out an album every year uh prior to that, except for when Purple Rain came out. He ended up skipping uh eighty three because they were doing the the movie. But yeah, so I mean every every year prior to that he had an album a year. And for the most part he was I don't know, Very people kind of, I guess they kind of saw him as very effeminate, very, it it was very funk based. And as soon as you get into, like, what was it? 1999 came out before this, right? Yeah. So, so he did that. And then this was, this was a, a different sort of a show off, I guess. Of, of of his skills and his writing and whatever well and yeah, yeah he had definitely. the revolution with him too yeah yeah
1: and allowed him to like uh, allow other people to bring in their stuff too right like a lot of this stuff is prince the stuff in purple rain but a lot of it is collaboration with the band, yes. which is something he never did before yeah. this whole thing or not right? as much but- yeah
0: um, well, even with 1999, yeah, I, I sent like, you that link to the that new podcast that I found. What's they, the name about, of the podcast? It's six or seven episodes now. Mm. And oh, they really? 1999, yeah. Prince. Yeah, it's it's pretty simple. They they I found it on Spotify here about a week ago, and it's I don't know how many part of a series, but it just focuses directly on on that session of recording and everything that was involved in 1999 so it was it was very cool I've only caught the first two episodes but it's uh it's uh it's straight from from Paisley Park and everyone that's around that it's an an official podcast of it because I guess they're coming out they're putting out some new uh super deluxe edition of it so they're trying to give you background and and get that going so
1: yeah, uh, I I think too, like in this, I, I think it's kind of genius. Even these guys that I'm sure we can probably name yeah. a few in history that do their own soundtracks and start oh, in their own yeah. movies, right? Like the first one that comes to mind is Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, right? Like that guy has made right. movies and done the soundtrack and cashed in on both sides of that right? Whereas, you know, like Prince basically did the exact yeah. same thing or, you know, some of these bands that uh, even, you know, spoiler alert to the singles, like those bands are in that movie, right? Like they're in there. So you know, it, it's, it's interesting to have the cameo and to right, be a, right. the main character in this movie and to mm-hmm. oh, by the way, I provided the soundtrack for the whole thing too. You know, It's kind of genius, especially at that time. <laughs> It's been a while. Wa- I haven't
2: watched the movie in a while, but um, is does Prince play Prince
0: in the movie? It's it's basically a life story for the most part, a loosely whatever.
1: Right. So like, uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, he plays okay. the kid. The kid yeah. is like the rising star that basically in the end yeah. relents and lets his other bandmates come up with some ideas and input and right. he flourishes under that basically. But there's a whole bunch of like yeah. relationship and suicide stuff in there. But yeah, because yeah.
2: it's interesting, Mike, that you said that because I immediately I was thinking like Elvis, but he always played a character, like you, some Definitely. race car race car driver or something weird like that. Yeah. But, um. In this example, Prince is playing himself, I guess, from what you tell me. Yeah. And it's more of like an expression that it goes beyond yeah. just like him
1: recording music it's like
2: here's my movie mm-hmm.
1: yeah no and that's a good point Dane too I totally forgot about Elvis right like that's uh, Colonel Tom Parker's peddling that like you're gonna make a movie and yep. come out with a soundtrack like I'm gonna get two things out of you right on every single right? time we do this and it's all it's all uh,
2: fucking fake yeah. stuff like can you imagine if Elvis like was just
1: himself in those movies and <laughs> yeah, yeah not a race car driver this is supposed to be a double album too. I didn't know that. Well it makes yeah, it makes not a big surprise, obviously, when you have a hundred tracks coming to the table and you know, probably want to pull out twenty four of those. Again, I don't know whatever happened to those other ninety. I'm sure that like you said they're in the available in the vault sessions
0: that he's got coming out every week. <laughs> all, all the stuff that he never wanted to come out <laughs> yeah, until after album. he died and then was like, Ah, F it, let's just put it all out. So he was he was so anti all of that. Yeah. I mean, if he didn't yeah, it's funny how specifically that goes with want to put it out, like it that. didn't come out. And now everybody's just trying to make their extra money off of it. So
1: it was funny. Cause I was even looking at like some of those tracks on some of these soundtracks. I noticed that a lot on Spotify too. They're grayed out. Yeah. So I'm trying to find out like why some of these songs are grayed out in Spotify. Oh. Right. And I was looking at this one site. It was like from 2016 it was all these artists that were not on Spotify and like the reasons why. And I was like, and one of them came down to Purple Rain, and I'm like, right, no, like in 2020, Purple Rain is available on Spotify, so hmm. something happened there, right? Like, but some of those tracks are grayed out, yeah. I keep finding uh, a lot of that too, and again, yeah, to this uh, same thing on the single soundtrack, not all those tracks are on there. Oh, yeah, I, I know why for at least a couple of the bands but i think it
2: has something to do with the estate where there's like issues with the estate Uh and you know with a full album that's fine but individual songs that might might make money you know otherwise you know they can just gray it out so that's the super interesting thing about spotify is that it's almost like um as far as like the audio tracks, it's like a living version of the audio tracks. Because I've even heard of like Kanye West, like taking back songs, remixing some stuff, and putting it back up. Yeah. And you don't have the original anymore. It's like this living track that, you know, if yeah. the artist chooses, you have
0: individual control.
2: Yeah, exactly. Over it. Yeah.
1: It's like mm-hmm. a working document.
2: Yeah. So. I mean, who knows? I would right. imagine it's like the estate, prince's estate, saying like, "Nope, hmm. gray it out."
1: Thought it was interesting too. I found that uh, track. Oh, first, then the movie came out. So, like, soundtrack came out a month earlier. One month earlier. So they just yeah. let, yeah, they just let that go while it was doing its thing, and try to promote that. And then the movie came out. So they said that like by the time movie came out, everybody knew all these tracks. Yeah. Like it was just like,
0: well, that kind of makes sense too. Cause you want to be able to push the movie. Right. So smart. It's smart. Yep,
1: You know, like, Oh wow. I know all these tracks. Like, no, how do they fit into this movie?
0: Like it's genius. Really. Well, it wasn't even that too. I mean, prior to he wasn't, he wasn't as big of a, a household name. You know, oh. but before this movie and after that, this is what brought him into the next level. I mean, this, this album gave him his his first two number one singles with uh with Dove's Cry and Let's Go Crazy were his very first number ones that he ever had. And Purple Rain uh only got to number two. Uh so
1: yeah, but I mean <clears throat> overall that this thing is, you know, Right. 24 weeks at number 1. Yep. 24 <laughs> weeks, is, you know, that's insane, right? Like, but yeah, no, this is kind of the album that takes him into the next dimension of, you know, who he becomes eventually, but um I think too I don't know, I I guess for me personally there's there's a side of that that like I I guess I I like that that mm-hmm. glam side that that kind of, you know, of rock and of that, you know right. what I mean? I like, guess I, I like the peacock on stage. Like I like Extra somebody show. who is flamboyant and has gone over the top to like mm-hmm. do this. Like, and it's, yeah, like, I don't know. I, I kind of like that. And if it's not like contrived and really, you know, not organic, then it kind of feels forced. But like something yep. like that, I don't know. It was just like, sometimes you see some of those pictures of Prince and you're like, so cool, man. Like it's just sexy. You know, some of those album covers, and yep. some of that stuff. Like I think those, some of that vinyl that I have yep. with him like on the bed. Sell the like sex. Yeah. Just, you know, like the blanket just barely covering <laughs> his ass. Like it's just like so. Yeah. Just arched, arched back. Yep. Right. It just yep. like, you know, and then the other side's got like the tier, just like the one tier, you know, coming down. It's just, it's classic. I didn't know you are such a Prince fan, Mike. Yeah, I just went backwards on it, and then I saw him in concert. And then that was it. Like, I was I was blown away by, I mean, I had, I really liked Prince before that, but when I saw him in concert, kind of goes back to what you were talking about, Dane, about being what he is and, like, what, what genre is he and what can he do because, you know, he just would go out there for, you know, 10 minutes and he would just be on the piano and the synthesizer yep. and just lay down all of his like all these hits in a medley. And he'd be like, I got too many hits, everybody. <laughs> I got too many hits. And he would just like, go to the next song and like go into it. And the only time I was, I saw him in the Coliseum and like, mm-hmm. he was just jamming and he just like turned off all the lights. He got the guys to turn off all the lights in the Coliseum, like everything. So it's just like pitch dark in there. Everybody's just grooving the band's just cooking on stage and he's just like ripping this guitar solo off one of the sides of his stage. And I'm like, this is for real, man. Like this yeah. guy, this is a, a show like this was, you know, and then when he played purple rain and he's sh- the, all the purple confetti's getting shot out of the cannons and stuff. Right. And it's just like, he's into his solo. I don't know, man. It was just, it, it kind of put the, you know, the the cherry on top for him, because I actually saw him in concert and saw what he was able to do live. And I guess that's kind of put me into the next dimension with him. Right. But yeah, again, when I listen to purple rain, it's front to back for me. There's no skips on there at all. And
0: that's, that's one of the few, no skips albums that I never skip a song. And that's, it's a, it's a very rare thing. Yeah, especially yeah. for a soundtrack,
1: too. I find right. I don't know. I, I think it hit at the right time too. Right, like in. It, it, I think it. The whole timing of all of this as well, right? Like, disco is dead. You know, it's it just all these different things. Pop is bland at the time. Punk rock can't figure out what it's doing between you know mainstream or underground. <laughs> And here comes Prince, somewhere kind of in the middle. And there's a little bit of all of that mm-hmm. in there, right? There's a little bit of punk. There's a little bit of funk. There's a little bit of rock. Yep.
0: There's yep. A,
1: a lot of 80s, but it's not... When you listen to that album, you don't necessarily sound 80s. The 80s. No, no, yep. I don't think it does. Like, yep. it yes, didn't get locked it like the time like it was capsule. made in the 80s. Yep. No, no, I don't think so. Yeah, And that's what makes it a little bit more timeless for yeah, me. Yeah, definitely. And the very last thing, I don't know if you guys ever knew this, but when i was working at ax yep. music yep. back in the day there was prince came to yep jubilee no mm-hmm. and i never went to this show but he played the jubilee and apparently he came to ax music and was
0: playing i read about it but ax i missed music, it completely like, with yeah.
1: right so the guy that i worked for called me apparently, and wanted me to come down and see Prince, oh, oh, and I didn't I didn't answer the phone, didn't get nothing, so I found out after the fact, he was like, yeah, man, Crazy. if you would answer your phone, you would have come here, you could have seen Prince. Crazy. Why didn't like, you answer your phone? <laughs> like, alright.
0: <laughs> I don't know, man, this is like, you know, I don't even know if I had yeah. a cell
1: phone then. You know, like, I think this yeah. is maybe our house phone. You know, like that's when it was like, mm-hmm. I I think it was like that shit was on silent. second year university kind of time. Oh, right. Yeah. So I don't even know if I had a working. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. It was a brick in my bag. Wow. <laughs> so yeah, I know I missed out on that, but again, you know, I got a chance to see a concert. And that was, that was cool. Yeah. So yeah, that's kind of my and then I went backwards on all that Prince stuff kinda of up to yeah. that point. So I was a backwards fan that way and then jumped into the his stuff later. So
0: Yeah, I was I was definitely late to the show on that one for, for Prince. I mean I remember the the main hits watching it on music videos and whatnot. And then I remember uh, the Batman soundtrack for sure. Mm. And then I didn't really yeah. get into it for, I kind of left it aside. Nothing really grabbed me with it too much at the time. Cause just being the age and then around 99, I think it was 99, uh, I hooked up with a buddy of mine and he was a huge, huge Prince fan. Like he had everything. He had all the original vinyl, like everything, uh, crazy singles crazy box sets crazy whatever and he got me super involved into it so um yeah and he he got me into that and then it was just a total rewind okay start from the beginning and you know kind of gorge yourself binge everything and 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 take it on that way so but from there i there on i was hooked completely so yeah, you were listening in 99 when they were playing in 1999, <laughs> yeah. the bar like yeah. nonstop stop that uh, year. Oh, I don't care. That, it I was don't like, care. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, I get Party it. Yes, 1990- I understand. Y2K. <laughs> oh, that's yeah.
2: hilarious.
1: You're all going to die in the year 2000. <laughs> uh, the Batman soundtrack but, uh, was...
2: Oh, sorry, Mike. Go ahead. No, no. Carry uh, on. That tape was amazing. I had that tape. That, that movie was... Um, like, I think that was one of the first Marvel, I'm DC, probably, oh, sorry, DC. Uh, DC, come on, man. Yeah, ooh, I should know this. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, it, and it probably <laughs> wasn't.
0: Yeah, oh, yeah, look yeah. at you. You're ooh, ooh, ripped all a social media for that now. All oh, yeah, your followers are ripping you. No, I most definitely am. But, yeah.
2: Um, so, yeah. What was I talking about? Oh, uh, that was a great tape. That was a great album. I remember being very young and listening to that in my garage as a kid and just like yep. pumping it. But I, my love for Prince didn't go much further than that for some reason. I just mm-hmm. couldn't figure him out. I couldn't get it. And it wasn't like, mm. you know, I think a lot of people are, I'm just going to go forward with this. Like a lot of people are like, was he gay? Was he not? Like he was obviously yep. like a Christian and. Um, it kind of reminded me a little bit of little Richard right like this yep. very uh extravagant very talented musician and I never really figured out little Richard either I mean the he said he invented rock and roll I don't think so but as far as I think so okay hundred percent a hundred percent that's another episode right there this is another episode let's, let's way put now that on the now. on the list
0: of notes to to-do list
2: as far as prince i think for me um yeah my like i my parents loved michael jackson as i'm yep. sure a lot of like Uh, families loved Michael Jackson. And I think that was like the source of confusion for me. It was like, is this guy Mm -hmm. like my, is he kind of like a Michael Jackson character or is he something different? And like, maybe I, I just never took the time to sort of figure out who he was. I just kind of like, okay, well he made a good, you know, album that was like the, the Batman album. And after that, I don't like, and I probably missed out on a lot, but I have to say I did dance to a lot of Prince at the bars when I was mm-hmm. younger. I mean, if a Prince song <laughs> came on, um, I was dancing to it. So, I mean, he did yeah. something right for sure,
1: but. Yeah. That's one of the few concerts that I ever danced at. You know, like when you're like dancing, you're just like dancing, like to the, to the band that went, cause all the lights are off and nobody can see you. Mm-hmm. So it's nope. almost like maybe he does it on our purpose, and nobody can see you, and you just like go to
0: town, man. <laughs> was was that yeah. show after we we saw Santana? Yeah. Yes. Yes, yeah. it was. So so I, I saw you yeah. dance your ass off to Santana. So <laughs> yeah, man. well, nobody else. Nobody was. else was. It was like four people in the entire yeah. Coliseum that were dancing until <laughs> until Smooth came on. Smooth, and yeah, then until and big then the entire place then, you know. just blew up. <laughs> The one song they knew. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's a,
1: that's what, <laughs> I, that's a pet peeve for me in live The when that song. happens. I yep. don't know. It's the hater in me. <laughs> I just can't stand it when those songs come on. Everybody's like, ah, just storms the yep. stage, goes crazy. And you're like, yeah, this is yep. the one I should go the, to the bathroom
0: for. <laughs> one, one of three songs <laughs> that they know of this entire catalog. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's a new song that came out yeah. two years uh, earlier.
2: Just, oh, come on. You're not. You're not a super fan.
0: Don't wear the band T-shirts. Yeah. Don't yeah. be that guy. Don't you wear the see- band T-shirt.
1: Don't be that guy. Don't <laughs> buy the shirt and wear it at the show. Don't be that guy. No man, I've never done that. Have you ever done that? Good. That's why you're <laughs> Except for my very my first concert, that was Ozzy Osbourne, and
0: I bought the shirt there. But <laughs> that that was different. I didn't show up to the show with it on. So that's all right. That's a yeah. 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 No. Yeah. Just to
1: show that you've been there, you, I've seen yeah. these guys before, man. Five
0: times I saw them in nineteen eighty four. On did. the this was the best
1: tour ever tour. And going back to that too, that that uh, that pub where it was recorded at, that First Avenue pub. Yep. you were talking about. Yep, that was that's right next door to the um, their studio. Oh, cool. So Prince would be like, because again, he wasn't super big, but like he him and the Revolution be up all night doing stuff or whatever. And he'd go to the bar and he'd be like, Hey man, I want to try these like four tracks out tonight. Uh, and, and whoever was there was there before social media. So it was like, if you weren't there, nobody really knew that Prince was on stage (laughs) laying down these tracks. Right. Mm -hmm. But he was, and yeah, thought that was kind of cool too. The purple rain too. They said, I I read, it was originally like a country song (laughs) almost the revolution thought it was like a country track and it was like 11 minutes long. Prince wanted wow. Stevie Nicks on there. Yeah. So he gave Stevie Nicks the track and she was like, this is 11 minutes long. Yeah. I can't, th- yeah. I can't do this. I'm, I'm <laughs> out, no, not going to happen. So yeah, that they never obviously materialized, but um, yeah. Computer blue. Uh again I I just think of all these tracks too and I always associate them with the spell show too, right? <laughs> like <laughs> when, You can't not after seeing that you yeah. know Yeah, the basketball Pancakes. plays, right? Like <laughs> <Blue>. Dickie, Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Computer blue. It just always what I think of when that happens, but uh yeah so again this is you can kind of tell like these tracks that are just prints like when doves cried, darling nikki the beautiful ones and then if you look at some of these disc two these like unreleased ones from the vault again like highly sexualized right like love and sex wonderful ass we can fuck these are all songs off of this like disc two right so uh electric yep. intercourse, yep. like all of these songs are did not make the cut, right? Yeah. And you know, obviously Darling Nikki is highly sexualized as well. And this was the reason why the album got the parental Advise advisory reason, sticker yeah. in the first place, right? Because yep. of what this entire song is about. So um yeah. Uh again, I'm just doing a fast kind of run through on these, but uh when doves cried that Again, that was my first video that I ever saw Prince the first time. Uh because I don't think is Prince in Batman? Does he make a cameo? Uh he's not in the movie, no. Yeah, Yeah. so like I never knew what he looked like or like never knew anything about him, right? So and again, before the
0: internet, (laughs) how do you know the thing with the Batman soundtrack too, from what I understand, is that they they just gave him a ton of money and said do this album and Basically, do whatever you want, and he's like, "Yeah, okay, I'll take your money," kind of thing. But he wasn't really interested in the idea or didn't really have anything behind it.
1: Yeah, because he had a hundred tracks ready to go in the vault. Exactly. He was like, "Oh, I'll just pick these. Even matter. Okay. I'll just change this one to Bat. I'll
0: put a Bat in the title. Yeah. And it'll just be good enough." Yeah, we'll do Bat Dance, and we'll do <laughs> Trust, dance. and and we'll do Party Man, and yeah. Vi- so good. Oh trust Vicky Waiting me, was so a hard one so. to listen to, but uh future was was kick ass. Um <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But uh yeah. yeah, there's a bunch
1: on there that are good. And I always liked it too that the like the bat symbol was cut off on the album. I thought it yeah. was like when I was a kid, I thought it was like a mistake. I was like, Oh, is that like a rare yeah. one? Is that like a special edition? But I don't know. I always thought it was kind of badass that the bat symbol was cut off on the album.
2: Yeah, do you think there was a reason behind that, Mike?
1: I don't know. Huh.
2: I remember that.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Uh but anyways, yeah, going back. Uh, I love I would die for you. I uh, that that song is in my top five for Prince songs. I don't know what it is about that song. I just I think it's a a classic Prince epitome of Prince song um baby i'm a star is uh and again purple rain back to back um this baby i'm a star never almost didn't again make it on this album so um this is a another again track that the uh he kind of reworked the live recording on it and uh then he added all the overdubs and stuff after the fact but um but yeah and then purple rain i again, going back to that live show, kind of having a little bit of a a moment with that with that song, and it, it was probably like 15 minutes long, 20 minutes long in concert, just with all the <laughs> solos and stuff, right? So, he's kind of a jam band, the, the band he had with him, I mean, it's just like, you know, super jammy, you know? But, it was kind of cool too with time, just kind of going back on this last couple of things, like the the revolution, I mean, having a, you know, multi-gender a multi-racial backing band or you know and having a lead female guitar player back in 1984 rare was a huge deal right it would be a big deal now you know but for prince to do that back in the day and again maybe that probably added dane to his whole like who is this guy like he doesn't have a full band of dudes backing him up like the whole time like just a little bit more androgynous that way right and i kind of see where you're coming from on that but uh yeah Mm -hmm. i don't know that's kind of i guess some of the allure for me yeah all right that's it for episode five thanks for
0: hanging out with us please subscribe and comment on our youtube follow like and share on instagram at Sides and Gears podcast. Follow on the Spotify. Subscribe, rate, share, Apple Podcasts Pretty much every other streaming platform. Thanks a lot. Cheers.